When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. Hour number two of the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live from the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Over our shoulder here, the wild sports book, the massive screen. You're going to want to make your way to Circa one of these days and check this out if you are a sports fan indeed. The Baltimore Ravens currently driving with Tyler Huntley as their quarterback. No signs of Anthony Brown just yet. There were rumors that maybe we would see double duty between Brown and Tyler Huntley this evening, but the Ravens now into the red zone, the nine-yard line of the Cincinnati Bengals, and J.K. Dobbins will run that one for about two yards on second and seven. That'll bring up third and about five yards here as the Baltimore Ravens try and get a touchdown on the board, trailing nine to nothing. Evan McPherson missed the extra point on the Joe Burrow to Jamar Chase touchdown in the first quarter, excuse me, in the second quarter, early second quarter. Uh, nine to nothing is your current score, and the Baltimore Ravens remain a 10.5-point underdog in the live market. Your total dips just slightly to 38-and-a-half. Uh, the Ravens have been awful in the red zone during this stretch without Lamar Jackson. This has really been their Achilles heel here, trying to get touchdowns rather than field goals in the red zone, Mike. Yeah, and you know, this is when a quarterback has to make something happen. Uh, whether you're going to make something happen with your legs or you have to throw the ball through tight windows, obviously it's a condensed area uh, with the back of the end zone. Uh, and, and if you can run the football, that's to your advantage too. Uh, but here's where the preparation happens too. I, I think uh, defensively, uh, and what we've seen is scoring has been down this year, uh, our defense is actually allowing you uh, to operate between the 20s. 
uh, and then really have solid game plans in the red zone because forcing field goals, obviously, if you, ha uh, if you have an explosive offense yourself, the complementary nature of that uh, allows you to win some tight games as well. Very interesting development there that just bailed the Ravens out. A face mask uh, on the wide receiver by the defensive back for Cincinnati. Uh, so that will be an automatic first down, and I assume that's probably you know going to put them at the one yard line. They they yeah. were they were inside the ten. Is that half the distance kind of foul, or maybe a half the distance. Yeah, yeah we'll see where they are, but th yeah, it looks like a half the distance. Third about the three yard line. Uh, and the Baltimore Ravens do have first and goal here. Tyler Huntley in a shotgun, and he's going to hand this one off to Gus Edwards, and that goes nowhere, just a gain of maybe a half a yard there for Edwards. Um, I believe four down territory here for the Ravens. You've got to get a touchdown, and if I were John Harbaugh, I'd probably run it four straight times. Well, this game is playing out like a typical AFC North divisional game, right? Yeah. I mean, eating up a lot of clock with low scoring. Uh, so because of the missed extra point from a possession standpoint, if you get points on the scoreboard, you're still there. Um, but, you know, the Ravens went for it earlier on, on this drive. Uh, and so it could be four down territory inside the five-yard line, like you mentioned. Tyler Huntley, a little bit of an option play there, and he decides to keep it, and he gains a couple of yards. It looks like they're down to about the one-and-a-half-yard line now on third and goal. What's the live line? What is it? Uh, it, it's uh, it's been pulled off the board, okay. and that means uh, something could have <laughs> something just happened, happened. <laughs> here. Uh, we don't know if it's positive for Baltimore <laughs> or Cincinnati, but yes. uh, we'll find out here pretty quick uh, with the live broadcast. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens, even when they got down into the red zone, were still a ten and a half point underdog in the live market. And here we are on third and goal now, and Huntley is uh, in shotgun once again. Uh, he's going to throw this one and throws it out in the flat there, and it looks like uh, J.K. Dobbins. They're going to they're going to signal touchdown as he <laughs> stretches out, and looks like he is able to get the ball across the plane. Uh, they do schedule or uh, rule touchdown on the field. We'll see if this one is going to be reviewed. He may have been down, showing a replay here now. Where does his knee touch? Yeah, no, I think uh, I think he broke the plane before yeah. uh, before he was down. Little Superman uh, put the hand down too to extend the ball out. All you got to do is break, uh, yeah. break the plane. Like that one looks good to me. Yeah. Absolutely. Great effort right there by by Dobbins. And a great effort by the defender as well on the tackle. Almost yes. kept him out. Yes. Um, uh, but good job there by J.K. Dobbins. We were talking, of course, uh, before the game started that uh, you could go. We felt uh, going over on both Dobbins mm -hmm. and Edwards rushing prop uh, could be a good play. They're both off to great starts. Last time I looked, Edwards had over 10 yards rushing and Dobbins had uh, close to 40. So uh, well on their way to possibly cashing that proposition bet for rushing yard totals for J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. And the extra point now, they confirm the touchdown. The Justin Tucker extra point is up and good. And 9-7, to seven, all of a sudden, when it looked like Cincinnati off the turnover by Tyler Huntley early in this ballgame was going to really put uh, their foot on the neck of the Baltimore Ravens, Baltimore's right back in it down by two. Well, and that's what we've witnessed so far in Super Wild Card Weekend too, Brady. I mean, you cannot settle for field goals. I mean, mm -hmm. Uh, I guess you have to take them when you have to. But the comeback nature, the the parody nature of the league, uh, the rematch nature, too, when you have this is a third time around, I don't think two possessions is something that you have to mess around with. I mean, I think it's more about scoring touchdowns. Uh, and maybe we'll start to see that unfold next week uh, in the playoffs. But so far this weekend, uh, a lot of teams elected to settle for field goals. 
uh, and it cost them. This is uh, interesting. Uh, when this line first came out this week, the Baltimore Ravens were six-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Cincinnati Bengals. And then we talked about it earlier, the speculation about quarterback and who was going to play, Lamar, Huntley, what have you. Uh, we saw that line rise all the way to as high as 10 in favor of Cincinnati. But now we're right back to where we started in the live market. Cincinnati a six-and-a-half-point favorite, and your total at 40-and-a-half. And just as I say that, it now ticks down to 39-and-a-half. Um, they have gone to commercial break here, 9-7, to seven, your current score. Cincinnati leading Baltimore by two. You've got under five minutes left in the first half. A quick-moving game here. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens going on a long drive, and you talked about it, typical AFC North football, uh, long drives by both teams in this game so far. Well, think uh, about it real quick. I mean, yeah. uh, just through, what, about four, about five minutes left in the game in the first half here, mm-hmm. uh, each team has had the ball 12 minutes and 45 seconds for the Bengals, 12 minutes and 22 seconds wow. for the Ravens. I think the Ravens would take that split for the yeah, whole game. Absolutely. If they can kind of maintain that balance, I think it gives them a heck of a chance mm-hmm. uh, to possibly pull off the upset. Um, while we have a minute here away from the action, I uh, wanted to talk about live wagering and the opportunities that we saw and some of the crazy numbers. You were talking about the national championship game. You know, I was about to send a tweet out that, uh, you know, the Chargers and the Jaguars, I, I was about to tweet out, like, you know, is this Georgia and TCU again? <laughs> right. I mean, it was 27 to nothing. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions in the first half before you mm-hmm. could blink. Was, was it the first quarter that he threw four? I think it was just the first half. First half. Was, yeah. But he had, like, two or three just in the first quarter. He did. He um, did. And, you know, we, you and I had finished up the Pro Football Blitz. I was happy that my 49ers got a win. I didn't have a bet in that game, but, uh, of course, my team that I grew up being a fan of, I was happy to see them advance. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go home. I'm going to sit on the couch and, and watch a fun one that I do have a lot of bets on, a lot of bets on the Jacksonville Jaguars, plus the two and a half. I had them teased, you know, had, a, had them in a few different teasers. And so then this game starts out, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, what a dud. And then it turned out to be one of the best games you've ever seen. But was there a point where you were considering live wagering? And, and that was kind of the buzz on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what kind of money line price did you get? And yada, yada. I considered a lot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> even before ending the show, before the game kicked off, I, I thought about teasing the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was fairly confident about laying a point uh, with the Chargers. And as the game started, was very confident. Right. Uh, Brady, I'm not going to lie to you. After our show, uh, I was beat. Uh, so I actually laid down and took a nap <laughs> because I'm thinking I'm comfortable with this game, the play, the way it's going. Oh, so you watched the start of it a little bit. Yeah, well, when we were doing the show, watched the, the start of it a little bit after that. Okay. Um, and then um, as I got back and started to look at the game and woke up, it was obviously deep in the second half, and I did not like what I was watching from <laughs> the Chargers. You know, um, Staley, I get it. You you don't want to be Mr. Go-for-it guy. But when you have a comfortable lead, I mean, I, I think you keep the metal, uh, pedal to the metal here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do go for it. Uh, you know, I think when you're He even up, said, I believe, that that was the plan. Yeah, when you have several possessions in pocket, you keep going for it. And, and you, you bury that opponent. The only way to get back into it uh, is if it's still within reach. I, I think if the Chargers would have ultimately got to 31 or eventually 34, or even 35, 38 points, right? I, I think at that point, 
if you're Jacksonville, you're not going to come back in that game. Well, the, the Cameron Dicker missed the field goal. That was huge. That was humongous. Um, From 40 yards, and the guy's been solid as yeah, a rock. Yeah, I think that was his second miss all year. Uh, and then Justin Herbert overthrew Keenan Allen mm-hmm. for a touchdown. Um, so you had some miscues, but, you know, when you're comfortable like that, and, and, and you know, this is something I, I think in playoff football, we had a game today that was four hours. Yeah. Because of all the passing and all the stoppage and time like that. And when you're the only game on, this game is longer. And then if you are a team and you watch the scoreboard, the game gets longer, even longer. Right. And, and so I, I saw a lot of that happening with the Chargers and uh, interacted on Twitter a little bit about sweating profusely. Uh, you know, there's a sweat out there and then there's a sweat. Uh, and so I just I just felt like Jacksonville was going to win that game. Uh, and I should have acted from an in-game uh, standpoint, but nope, it was my bad beat of the year, and, and I'll take it. Yeah, some of the highest numbers uh, that I saw out there were plus 22.5, mm-hmm. plus 24.5. Uh, I thought that touchdown at the end of the first half was huge. That yeah. gave them some, you know, some positivity because everything had been so negative up to that point for Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars. And, mm-hmm. of course, the uh, rest is history. They turned the tide in a big way in the second half. Uh, Brandon Staley, um, I, I don't know how you can't fire, uh, not fire him uh, after what he did in Week 18 and then that uh, mm-hmm. collapse in the second half uh, on Saturday night. I think Sean Payton should be the next man as head coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. We'll see. Back with more in just a moment. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. With the start of the new year, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for our new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. It's a whole new game. And that is appropriate. We've got a whole new game in Cincinnati as Hayden Hurst fumbles. He was hit hard by the Baltimore Ravens defender. That dislodged the ball from his possession, and the Ravens fell on it. They are now in business. And this is uh, obviously a good situation for the Ravens in in Cincinnati territory on offense with the ball. But one thing I'm noticing as well, Mike, they are getting a lot of pressure on Joe Burrow. Yep, and also creating mistakes too. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think as we bet these games, it's like it's hard to cap mistakes. Yeah. But I think we need to start anticipating that because, again, the parody nature uh, of football, um, uh, and then you have certain situations in which those mistakes could materialize. Uh, you never want to cough up the football like that. I mean, Nurse <laughs> didn't want any part of being hit, uh, which is crazy. And that, but he's been banged up all year, too. So uh, that's a factor. You know, as players, you know, you're hurt, you're injured, you're trying to gut it through. Uh, and then if you played the game differently, all of a sudden you, you forget about the little things. Uh, but Baltimore has been the more physical football team mm-hmm. uh, on both sides of the football. And, and if you're down a couple points here, I mean, this is, even though the Baltimore Ravens are losing, this is the type of game that they want to play. Whereas Cincinnati, they don't want to play this type of game, but they're forced into it right now. They're showing uh, showing it on the broadcast, the NBC feed here, uh, how some of these uh, linemen are getting beat mm-hmm. uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. And we know, of course, they're without a couple of uh, starters across that offensive line. That's really all you could possibly handicap. And, and yeah. how was that going to right. manifest itself? And right now it's turned into the Ravens getting very good pressure. Uh, you can't necessarily predict turnovers. That's very hard to handicap, but uh, a big one there for Baltimore. Now, each team with a turnover right. so far in this game, we'll see if Baltimore can take advantage of this one. They moved to three-and-a-half-point underdogs in the live market. Your total remains at 39-and-a-half, and it wasn't that long ago, Mike, that the Cincinnati Bengals were minus 1,200 on the money line in the live market. It's down to minus 210. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, again, this game has turned into an AFC North uh, division football game. I mean, forget about the playoffs, you know, all the pressure right there. I mean, this is a typical football game that we see uh, during the regular season. Um, But it does favor the Ravens and what they want to do. The Bengals are going to move the ball. I mean, obviously, they got to think about protection a little bit more Mm -hmm. as opposed to sending five out. Uh, Maybe they have a chipper. 
Uh, maybe they keep a tight end. Uh, maybe they change formations. They they love to be uh, like the Rams and and you know three wide receiver sets, especially with the wide receivers that they have. Uh, but you're exposed at quarterback if you want to throw the ball in terms of protection. And if you're losing one-on-one battles up there, uh, you're going to have to do something else, whether you zone it uh, or, or slide protection. And, okay, leave one guy one-on-one, but you have a chipper as well, and, and whether it's a tight end or not. But uh, that will help, uh, especially if the Ravens are playing one-on-one coverages too. There's, there's nothing wrong with uh, protection or, or shoring that up uh, to make sure that you can throw the football. It looks right now like that is really what is causing any problems that the Bengals are having. Mm -hmm. And they certainly have looked good at times, but when they do have problems, it's because of that pressure that the Raven pass rush is getting on Joe Burrow. I believe he's been sacked twice already. Uh, He's been hurried a few times, and he was flushed out of the pocket on that last pass to Hayden Hurst when Hurst was hit and then fumbled. The Ravens did uh, have a first down play, a rush to uh, Gus Edwards, where where he gained about uh, seven or eight yards there. We've gone to a break. Uh, It's the two-minute warning. Uh, for the first half. Like I say, this game moving very quickly here. The two-minute warning right now uh, taking place with the Cincinnati Bengals leading Baltimore 9-7. to Again, the Ravens a three-and-a-half-point underdog in the live market, and your total ticks back up to 40-and-a-half. Uh, last segment, we were talking about the live wagering aspects of that crazy Jaguars-Chargers game on Saturday night. Also talking about, you know, what is the future for Brandon Staley and the Los Angeles Chargers? Um, the Spanos family, you know, they have a reputation for not spending a ton of money. Uh, Brandon Staley, I believe, still is owed some money, you know, on his contract. Uh, so will they just get rid of him uh, and eat that money or will they keep him around? Um I really feel bad for the young man, Justin Herbert, who is one of my favorite players to watch as a fan in this league. And I thought Staley, I I really liked him last year. I liked his aggressive nature. Now, certainly some of the, some of the plays that he did going forward on fourth down were, were too much. They were over the top and we've seen him scale that back this year. But I think the guy is proving that he's not a great decision maker in these last two weeks. I mean, he's been about as bad as you could possibly be. And, and I would love, as a fan uh, of, of Justin Herbert and this league, I would love to see him get uh, a big-time offensive coach in that locker room. Yeah, I mean, for the quarterback, you would love to see that happen. Um, for Staley to be a defensive guru, his defenses have been in the bottom tier in terms of points allowed. Right. Uh, and that doesn't what, make any sense, no, does it? No, well – not a great coach if that's happening. Yeah. I mean, you can blame the personnel, but it's uh, Khalil Mack, uh, a total meltdown to, uh, by Bosa uh, in the game. Oh, yeah. He, he was not good. Yeah. Justin Herbert, because you talk about the Spanos family, uh, and what's fascinating is, is Justin Herbert uh, is up next year for, they got to make a decision on him from a fifth-year option standpoint. Mm. Uh, I believe it's this offseason, too, because he's going into his fourth year uh, next year. So... It's going to cost him either way. Uh, you know, it, Justin Herbert at quarterback, you certainly want to keep that situation. Uh, and you want, you've got it right. They absolutely got it right after Phillip Rivers for so long. You got it right with Justin Herbert. So get it right with the coaching staff. Get it right uh, when you have a guy like Brandon Staley messing around too much, trying to figure out how to be a head coach. Go get yourself a head coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the quarterback that's capable of taking you to a Super Bowl. 
He, he he's phenomenal. He elevated the backups when Mike Williams and Keenan Allen were not uh, available. Certainly, they couldn't run the football. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something that I mentioned yesterday in terms of being worried about, they're one-dimensional. And if he's off a little bit or if something happens, then the Chargers don't have any other outlet. They don't have anywhere else to go in terms of adjustments, and they have to rely on Justin Herbert so much. So help him out by getting him an offensive guru uh, from a head coaching standpoint, from a game management standpoint, uh, with an experience standpoint too. And to, to that extent, I, I think as a Chargers organization, you legitimately have a chance of finally getting to a Super Bowl and perhaps winning a Super Bowl. I mean, I know they got to it in the early 90s, right? I was, I was in the yeah. league then. Stan Humphreys. Yep, I was in the league then after, what, an 0-4 start, I believe, too. Um, and Eric Bieniemy, by the way, was uh, a running back on that team. Um, but, you know, out of all the years that you potentially could have gotten it right, it just didn't jive. Something was messed up, whether the coach or you didn't have a quarterback, or you had the quarterback and you didn't have the right philosophy. So I think there's a chance out there for the Chargers to get it right, uh, especially now that you have uh, Justin Herbert. It feels like there's so many people that root for the Chargers, mm-hmm. not not just their fan base, but fans of football want to see this team do well. <laughs> they seem to always have so much talent. They're yeah. ex- when they're on, when their game is on and they're clicking, they're very exciting to watch. Justin Herbert is tremendous. And I wholeheartedly agree with you. And, I, and I'd and i love to see Sean Payton go there and compete with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Josh McDaniels and whatever they do with their quarterback situation uh, here in Las Vegas. Russell Wilson, who knows what's going to happen there uh, with the Denver Broncos. But I think that would be a great addition to that division. And it makes a little bit of sense because he would also go back and possibly reassociate with Joe Lombardi, mm-hmm. who was his offensive coordinator in New Orleans with Dubreez. Now, I'm not all that impressed with him either. I think he could do more with Justin Herbert, and and he's kind of treating Justin Herbert like Drew Brees, but maybe that makes the hiring of Sean Payton a little more probable with that relationship already in the building. Yeah, I mean, the thing that has to happen to help out Justin Herbert is obviously uh, being able to run the football. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, it's one thing to be a a guru and, and calling pass plays, but, you know, Kyle Shanahan one of the best play callers, if not the best player callers in the National Football League, they run the football, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they help out the quarterback. And uh, I think when you are skewing it so far towards the pass uh, in terms of pass-run ratio, y- you are so dependent on that one guy. Uh, whereas this is an ultimate team game, and we know that. So whoever is going to be the coach, and, and Staley, I mean, God bless that situation if that's the case. Uh, but you're right. I mean, if it's Joe Lombardi, then you have to change your ways. You have to be able to get back to a running game uh, to help out the quarterback, especially in today's NFL, right? These schemes that we're seeing defensively with the five defensive backs, the nickel defenses and all that all the time on the field, they're designed to stop the pass. But yet here you are trying to force and, and pass the ball a lot. So uh, they definitely have to change their ways in whatever di- direction they go in. Timeout by the Baltimore Ravens as they find themselves with a first and goal at about, I want to say, the three or four yard line of the Cincinnati Bengals. They are currently one and a half point underdogs now in the live market. 23 seconds left in the first half. Ravens knocking on the door. We'll update you. We'll also talk with a guest. We've got Jared Dubin from CBS to break down some NFL on the other side.
This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way that vsin is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. And we are lucky enough now to be joined by Jared Dubin. He covers the NFL for CBS Sports. You can find his work at cbssports.com covering both the NFL and the NBA. We'll stick to the NFL for now, Jared. Thank you very much for joining us. But uh, Super Wild Card Weekend has been pretty super. Uh, let's start with what we saw on Saturday. First of all, get some of your reactions. I thought the Niners uh, looked good, a little bit shaky in the first half. The defense then found their found their groove, forced some turnovers in the second half, and really dominated. And then the crazy game on Saturday night. What a comeback by the Jacksonville Jaguars and a collapse by the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, the uh, the 49ers are pretty overwhelming. Uh, the the amount of talent that they have there and the amount of guys that can create a big play on pretty much every single snap. And Brock Purdy didn't play well at all in that first half. And then after halftime, it was just like wide open throw after wide open throw. And everything was a big play. And once you get down against that team, the pass rush is so good and the coverage is so sticky that it's just hard to find your way back into the game. And I mean, that, that night game, like, I don't even know what to say. One of, one of my friends texted me when it was 27, nothing and asking like, is it actually possible that Jacksonville could win this game? And I was like, I really want to say no, but it's the chargers. So I guess, yes. <laughs> and then that's actually what happened. Like I still, it's, I would say, I can't believe it, but it's the chargers. So I can believe it. You know, Jared, uh, it is interesting about the parity in the National Football League this past season or the regular season, uh, and now that we are into the playoffs and as betters, um, we're looking at these spreads and lines and we're thinking, okay, how could that possibly be the case, right? And uh, I think, you know, that Jacksonville uh, Chargers game uh, was, I I guess, the greatest example that you can find uh, in terms of the comeback nature or the one possession nature of this game, the lack of scoring in this game too, uh, but coaching decisions. I mean, I don't know if you know any information about Staley uh, right now, but I, I don't know how they proceed with him as head coach, but the coaching decisions uh, as well as the lack of execution at times uh, really did in the uh, Chargers, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. Um, and, and I don't know any particular specific information about Brandon Staley at the moment, but I mean, this was a guy last year that was one of the most aggressive coaches in the league when it came to you know, fourth down and game management and two point conversion type of decisions. And they actually won a couple games because of the way he was aggressive. And people sort of glossed over that because they decided to blame him for a couple of the losses. People ignored like the game against the Browns early in the season that they won when they went forward on like fourth and nine on their own 20 yard line or something like that. They beat the Chiefs in the first game, those two teams played with a a few aggressive fourth down decisions, but he got so much criticism for the way he handled a couple games late in the year that it seemed to shock him back into a very conservative posture throughout this entire season. 
and that was there on Saturday night too. They kicked a field goal from the four-yard line, kicked a field goal from the five-yard line, and then when they had a, I think it was third and three or third and two from the 22-yard line, and there was a penalty on the play, and the Jaguars declined the penalty to make it fourth and two or fourth and three rather than making it third and 13, and then Staley went and kicked a field goal on fourth and two or fourth and three from the 22-yard line. And, I mean, that's just that's just not something we would have seen from him last year. And all of that conservative decision-making led to the lead being, you know, smaller than it should have been. He is Jared Dubin, our guest from CBS Sports. He covers the NFL and the NBA, cbssports.com. By the way, the Ravens and the Bengals have just gone to halftime. The Ravens get a Justin Tucker field goal off of the Cincinnati turnover, 10-9. to Ravens out in front at the break, and they are two-and-a-half-point underdogs in the live market. Uh, Jared, I want to fast-forward to today's action. We saw the New York Giants play a great game against the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings, we know their defense has been a liability all season long, and the Giants absolutely took advantage of it today. They will now have a third meeting with the Philadelphia Eagles coming up next weekend, and that ought to be a whale of a matchup. We just saw that matchup in Week 18 of the regular season. The Giants didn't play any of their starters, and we're still competitive in that game. What are some of your initial thoughts about the Eagles hosting the Giants? Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch those two games to get a, you know, a really good handle on it. Uh, I remember in the first game, it was not uh, a particularly close matchup, and I think they were outscored overall in the two games, I think like 70 to, to 38 or something along those lines, or 60 to 38. I can't remember which one it was, but it was, um, you know, obviously two wins for the Eagles, one of them close and one of them not that close. Um, the Giants, I do think, looked about as good as you could expect them to look offensively today against that Minnesota team. I think one thing that's really important is Minnesota struggled throughout the season against quarterbacks that could scramble, and obviously Daniel Jones took advantage of that. I believe he had four first downs on his six scrambles, which is, you know, really, really good. And, you know, their, their past defense throughout the entire season was, you know, pretty easily beatable as long as you were able to give the quarterback protection. And the Giants did that throughout this game. You know, their offensive line obviously is much improved this year from last year. It's still a lot tougher to block the Eagles defensive line than it is to block the Vikings defensive line. And it's a lot tougher to throw the ball against the Eagles secondary than it is against the, the Vikings secondary. So I'm not sure I expect to see, you know, the same quality offensive performance from them that we saw this week, but we've also seen them, you know, be able to stay in games against teams that a lot of people would come into the game and say, I don't think the giants are going to, you know, stay in that game or win that game. We've seen them do that all year. You know, Jared, I have a five to one ticket uh, with the Buffalo bills to win the Super Bowl this year. I almost ripped it up today, <laughs> but I did not. I mean, uh, give me your thoughts on, on the Buffalo Bills, I mean, are you seeing any cracks here? Josh Allen didn't play uh, particularly well. Uh, he made some plays, like uh, accustomed to, certainly, but also made some mistakes out there. Or was this a product of the third matchup uh, with the Dolphins today? I think it was a little bit of the third matchup, a little bit of just they caught some really bad bounces of the ball. You know, Dawson Knox kind of like traps the ball under his, under his arm, and they kick a field goal instead of getting a touchdown. Khalil Shakir lets the ball go like through his legs on what should have been a 50-yard pass, and that gets taken away, and they wind up having a punt on that drive. I believe Cole Beasley lets the ball bounce like off of his face mask into a defender's arm, and it turns into, uh, I can't remember if Miami kicked a field goal or got a touchdown on that drive, but either way, 
it turned into points. Um, you know, Josh Allen is getting sacked and the ball like goes 10 yards backwards and Miami turns it into a touchdown. You know, those are the kind of things that it took for them to be even close to in danger of losing that game. And I feel like it was similar with a lot of their losses this year. Like you look at the Minnesota game that they lost and how many things had to go wrong in crazy succession for them to lose that game early this season. And I feel like that, that just shows you how good of a team they are where all of these things have to happen for them to, to lose or even be in position to lose. I still feel pretty good about them. Like they, did they play particularly well today? I, I don't think so, but I trust the, you know, the 17 games we saw of them in the regular season more than I trust what happened today as, you know, a, a harbinger of things to come for them. Jared, just about a minute left here, but I want to uh, go ahead to Monday night where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will host the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Currently, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a two-and-a-half-point home dog, which is something we don't uh, recall having Tom Brady in that situation too often. Yeah, I am a Cowboys fan, and I've been saying since, like, October that they're going to lose this game because they're actually good. The Bucks are not very good. The NFC seems wide open, and this just seems like the kind of game that the Cowboys have, would lose. And that's it. You're, 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 that sounds like a fan <laughs> speaking right there. My team's going to lose. Uh, I, you know, I kind of feel the other way, Jared. I think there's so much, you know, public sentiment for Tom Brady as a home dog in the postseason. Uh, that team has been really average at best all year long. Dallas has the ability, I think, to blow them out. Uh, I, I think laying the two and a half is the way to go. I think Dallas will win the game. If Dak Prescott doesn't turn it over, your Dallas Cowboys, I think, are moving on. Yeah, they certainly have the ability to win it. And I do think if they win, it's probably not going to be a particularly close game. It's just going to be like sort of overwhelming with the talent. And honestly, I don't have like a good, this is the the wrong matchup for them. Or, you know, the Bucks are playing well and the Cowboys aren't kind of reason for it. It's just like, this seems like the kind of game that they would lose based on, you know, the last 25, 30 years of my life. Uh, the Chargers doing Chargery things. The Cowboys doing Dallas things. Uh, I, I get your uh, I get your angle there, Jared. Thank you so much for joining us. And, uh, hey, go Cowboys, my friend. Thanks for having me. Have a good night, guys. Enjoy the rest of the game. You got it. All right, that is Jared Dubin. The Baltimore Ravens and Cincinnati Bengals currently at the break. The Ravens up 10-9 to at the half. They are three-and-a-half-point underdogs still in the live market. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. With the start of the new year, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. It's a whole new game. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. It's a whole new half of football still at the break in Cincinnati, but getting ready are the Bengals to kick off to the Ravens. A nice little two-for-one there for the Baltimore Ravens as they get a Hayden Hurst fumble. They turn that into three points. They take the lead into the locker room, 10-9 to over Cincinnati after one half of football, and they will get the ball to start on offense in the second half. As far as your halftime lines, Mike, the Ravens are a three-and-a-half-point underdog for the second half alone. Same price for the entire game. Basically a tie game here, 10-9, to only one point obviously separating these two teams. So the total in-game live line is not that much different from the second half line, both at three-and-a-half in favor of Cincinnati. Your total uh, for the second half alone is just 20 points, 19 points put up on the board in the first half, and, and it's kind of right in line where we were prior to kickoff here. Uh, 19, 20 points per half, the total closed at 40. So they're on pace uh, for exactly what the odds makers expected as far as the total, uh, but not the case uh, for where we are on the scoreboard as far as the side with Baltimore up by one. Yeah, you know, Baltimore is going to have to make, uh, actually means Bengals are going to have to make some adjustments here in terms of, you know, creating more red zone opportunities if they can. Mm -hmm. Uh, They missed the extra point. The game could be tied here, but uh, I'm just looking at that offense for the Bengals. And, okay, the inability to run the football, that's not a shocker. That's not a surprise. The pass rush getting to Burrow repeatedly, that is kind of shocking and concerning. Uh, so how do you correct that? I mean, you, you, I talked about protection, more attention to protection with chippers 
or you can get rid of the ball quick, uh, quickly uh, if you're Joe Burrow and that offense. Zach Taylor designed some plays to really get rid of the football uh, quick enough right there against that secondary. So uh, there are options for Baltimore, excuse me, for the Ravens to get to and something that they're comfortable with. I expect them to take shots too. I expect them to uh, try to create looks with formations because the running game is not going to invite a safety into the box yet. Uh, so you got to create looks uh, with personnel. And if they can create looks with the personnel, perhaps they can take a shot uh, deep as well. But Baltimore... With the lead, we're going to see more of the same. We're going to see more of them running the football, maybe first down play action situations with Huntley. Uh, he seems settled uh, now after that early pick as well. Well, the uh, game has certainly been interesting to get started. Uh, each team with one turnover so far. Tyler Huntley throws an interception. Uh, I believe it was their first offensive possession, mm -hmm. uh, and they were moving the ball very well. Uh, Cincinnati had already gotten a field goal at that point. They were able to turn that turnover into a touchdown, but like you mentioned, Evan McPherson misses the extra point. It, it was looking like Cincinnati was going to get ready to dominate this game and uh, you know live up to the expectation there as eight to nine to ten point favorites as they were uh, at different points during the week. Uh, but then the Ravens, you know, they they got their act. They've really been running the ball well. Yeah. I, I want to look at the stats here. We were talking about the rushing prop for Gus Edwards and uh, J.K. Dobbins prior to this game starting, and the running game for the Ravens has been good. Huntley's used his legs a little bit as well, yeah. uh, but Dobbins already to 53 yards. His Whoa. rushing prop was 60 and a half. Back on about 12 yards right there. Oh, okay. Just went for 12 <laughs> again. Yeah, Cincinnati has not been able to stop the Baltimore running game. Gus Edwards, his prop, I believe, was 33, was it? 33 and a half? And yeah. he is already at 23 yards for Mr. Edwards. Yeah, so he was at, um, yeah, Gus was at 30, 31, 31 and a half. 31 and a half. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he is just nine yards away from going over his rushing prop. And, and that's what we were saying. If Baltimore is going to be competitive in this game, they're going to have to rush the football. And maybe going over on both of those props is something you want to do as uh, Tyler Huntley slings it over the middle to, I uh, can't tell who that was on the receiving end there, uh, maybe Demarcus Robinson, but it's short gain there on first down, second down, and probably about six coming up here as we get underway in the second half. And uh, we'll see if the live line has moved, and it has with a couple of positive plays for the Ravens. They now move to two-and-a-half-point underdogs. They started the second half as three-and-a-half-point underdogs in the live market, now down to two-and-a-half, and your live total ticks down to 38-and-a-half. Well, they are eating up the game clock. There you go. <laughs> So, I mean, whether this drive, however it ends, right? I mean, just the, the style uh, that the Ravens are, are playing with, like rushing the ball very, very well, uh, the high percentage throws to whether it's play action or uh, the quick uh, throws from Huntley, that's keeping uh, the Bengals off balance. And then how many chances are the, is the Bengals offense going to get uh, to get mm -hmm. back into the game mm -hmm. or to find rhythm too? So that's what gets difficult uh, if you're looking for situations in game right now. I mean, uh, the control of the game certainly favors what the Ravens are doing right now. Yeah, this is exactly, I think, the way they want to play this ball game. Uh, facing a third and eight here, under 13 minutes now left in the third quarter as we're just underway. Baltimore on their first possession of the second half, and Tyler Huntley is going to be flushed out to his left, going to have to try and run for this. He'll come up well short, and it looks like the Baltimore Ravens will be forced to punt. Uh, didn't see a flag on that play. It was dragged down out of bounds, uh, but uh, not a late hit, no? No, no. Wilson caught up with him. I think he had him around the shoulders. Mm -hmm. uh, shows you how fast linebackers are. Oh, man. I mean, 
And Huntley's uh, not slow. No, Huntley's not slow. Now he's not as fast as um, Lamar. Lamar. Right. Uh, but no, he grabbed him around the arms. So it was just a violent play, a violent tackle there that happens with linebackers. Yeah, uh, he was, was still in bounds. I can yeah. see now, still in bounds mm-hmm. uh, when he grabbed him. And uh, sure enough, the Ravens will punt it away to the Cincinnati Bengals. So that doesn't work there where they tried the two for one, getting the score to end the first half and uh, getting the first possession of the second half. But Cincinnati will start on offense from about their own 15-yard line uh, down to 12 minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, Mike, earlier when we were speaking with Jared Dubin, uh, we were talking about the Giants and the Eagles game that is coming up next week. My look-ahead line on that game came to Eagles minus 9. And I want to say the last time, I, I, not the last time that these two teams met up because that was a whole, totally different situation there with the Giants not playing any of their starters. I believe they were anywhere from 14 to 17-point underdogs in that one. And you and I both jumped on the Giants and cashed that ticket pretty easily. Uh, I believe in the first meeting, uh, Philadelphia was a, a pretty good-sized favorite. I want to say in the neighborhood of 8 to 10 points. So uh, this situation with my numbers on the look-ahead line coming out to around 9 in favor of Philadelphia I think makes sense. But with what we saw last week out of Philadelphia and what we saw today out of the Giants, I think you might get an opener closer to 7.5 or 8. Okay, yeah, I'm, the site that I'm on had the Eagles uh, laying seven. Okay. Uh, the total was 45. Uh, and the Eagles, I believe, scored 48. Let me see if I – oh, right. now I've got – DraftKings has it up. Seven and a half. There you go. Okay, yep. So it's seven and a half, right, for that for that matchup. Now, third time around, uh, inside a division, the Giants are improved. I mean, that's where I start right now. The Giants are an improved football team – uh, even though they had an outstanding season, a surprising season. Uh, the Eagles kind of limped into the number one seed situation because of Jalen Hurts getting hurt. I mean, clearly he was probably going to win the MVP, mm-hmm. uh, but he gets hurt, right? And you saw how much he meant to the Eagles. Elaine uh, Johnson gets nicked up too. Uh, I thought A.J. Brown got nicked up along the way. Now he seems like he's healthy now. Uh, defensively, there's some key players kind of banged up too, so... Uh, the bye week was something I think the Eagles needed to go after. They proved that, certainly why uh, Jalen Hurts played that game. He gets an extra week of rest uh, for that SC joint situation, and uh, we'll see how he plays. I mean, I think he was a little bit timid out there the last time. Uh, but the Giants and what they do from pressured looks, that could be a problem. Uh, and I know when we think about pressure, we think about getting after the quarterback. But Wink likes to bring pressure and fall gaps, and we saw that today against Minnesota. Uh, so the Eagles, whether or not they want to run the football, Jalen's got to be Jalen uh, and get to the perimeter uh, and really try to exploit uh, some vacated areas if that's what the Giants want to do. But the Giants are scoring now too. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you would think, okay, let's stop the run, let's buckle up our chin straps. But no, now you have to defend this Giants offense, which gets interesting and maybe representative of that line right now. Yeah, Don Martindale, the defensive coordinator for the New York Giants. We've talked about this trend a few times during the season. When he faces first-time NFL coaches, he has a remarkable record, and he was 6-0 and against the spread 
in that situation this year and pulls it off again. Kevin O'Connell, of course, a first-time NFL head coach, and Don Martindale able to put another one in the win column, uh, both straight up and against the spread, facing those first-time coaches. Uh, under 12 minutes to go in the third quarter. The Bengals do have the ball back on offense, and a couple of good plays in a row here. Looks like they're going to be a little short of the yard to gain their burrow to Jamar Chase on second down. They'll have third and short coming up here, and they remain three-and-a-half-point favorites in the live market, up to 250, up to minus 250 on the money line just to win this game outright. And 36-and-a-half is your total as it continues to drop as both of these teams just methodically moving the ball up and down the field, taking time off the clock. We'll take a look at Monday night when we return right here on the Pro Football Blitz. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.